0: hi this is chris and this is john and you're listening <clears throat> to the nerdy dad cast for a podcast that's had a struggle to record every a couple of weeks as we promised <laughs> We're not coming to you, only days after our last episode, simply because the PlayStation showcase was so phenomenal, I lost my voice a little, shouting at the screen, watching some of the trailers, and then what everyone ultimately, I think, was watching for was maybe like, what, 30 seconds at the tail end of the entire, uh, entire live stream, which was about 40 minutes in length, um, but... Let's get this out of the way. Uh, Pricing for the PlayStation 5, and I'm going to quote Canadian dollars here, being that John and I are Canadian, we now know Canadian pricing. The PlayStation 5 is $629.99 Canadian, and if you want the digital version, the PlayStation 5 Digital Edition, it's $499.99 Canadian. So how does this match up to the Canadian pricing of the Xbox consoles that had already been uh, showcased? Well, the Xbox X is retailing for $599.99 Canadian. And that's interesting that they went and set that price point, which was lower than what the exchange rate should suggest it would be compared to the U.S. pricing. And Sony, while marketing the PlayStation 5 for the equivalent U.S. price as the Xbox Series X, elected to, you know, take some of that exchange back to the tune of 30 bucks. The Xbox Series S, $379.99 Canadian, which also is less than it would be if they had actually priced the exchange rate between the Canadian and U S dollar, uh, you know, representatively. So John, was that showcase everything that you wanted it and more, or was it just a matter of, oh my goodness, pre-orders are going live tomorrow. Great. And
1: Oh, what do you know? In Canada, they're live now. So it's a little bit of both, honestly. I mean, I tuned in and my kids were with me, and I saw the notes go up to say, you know, this might not be suitable for kids. And I was like, no, we're watching it anyways. <laughs> so we did, and um, yeah, the first few, you know, I looked at those and I was like, and it's interesting because I really thought, you know, I know we're jumping a generation, but you get to the point where graphics can only get so much better and this can only get so much better. But honestly, like in the first little bit of the presentation where they're showing off Spider-Man Miles Morales again, I was like. Wow, that's so pretty! Mm-hmm. And look at look at how real it looks. And the people look real, and it's, it's 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 it looks real. It's so I mean that part of it was very yeah. Like I was just all in. There you go. And yeah. then of course I had to deal with the kids. I had to cover eyes. Once we got to Resident Evil. Once we got to these kind of you know <laughs> Call of Duty. I'm not a big Call of Duty guy. That's not my kind of game. But yeah. you know, I, the bullets going through the heads. I was like, okay, I got to cover the five year old's eye for this bit. And yeah, but ultimately, it was exactly that, as you know, and the new things they showed off today, too. I mean, the whole Hogwarts RPG thing, that's uh, pretty insane and fantastic. And my son, he's a mm. huge, huge Harry Potter. He, he describes himself as a Harry Potter nerd now. I try to deal with this because we all have come to the common realization lately that JK Rowling is kind of trash, but yes. you know, still there's a world there and he loves it. I don't want to take that away from him. So, yeah. so it's that whole thing. It's a little bit, little, little bit of this, a little bit of that, but uh, yeah, he was like, Oh, I want that. We're we're getting that. And that's <laughs> my eight year old actually has a much higher voice than me. You know, he hasn't had puberty yet, but uh, that was pretty much what he was. That's mine, mine. We're getting that.
0: Yeah. So it's funny you sort of talk about the graphics. So the, 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 first title they show was, was a final fantasy title and there's this disclaimer like leading up to the, the preview year of it that says, this is emulated PlayStation five content captured on a PC instantly. I'm thinking, wow, they put a disclaimer in front of what's probably going to look like phenomenal graphics. And sure enough, it was phenomenal graphics. I was, in my mind, I'm like, oh man, they're, they're cooking the books here. Maybe it's not going to be as good as we'd have expected it to be. And then Spider Man Miles Morales follows it. And again, disclaimer, but this time now it says everything else is going to be this showing is going to be on a PlayStation 5. And it was like, wow, this is actually good phenomenal graphics. As far as the Harry Potter, uh, game, I'm like, oh my goodness, every choice that you make can impact your legacy. And that's, you know, what you're building. I'm like, oh, I totally got to get myself a copy of that. And I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a a Harry Potter diehard, but I, I just, that's the type of game that really resonates the most with me. Yeah. I am going to have to wrestle with the fact that JK Rowling is not Someone I'm really all that keen and supporting. And yet I also appreciate that she is the one who brought the Harry Potter world to life. I, I, I'm tr- I try to sort of, you know, separate the two and that's the difficult thing to, to, to reconcile. I do know from social media, some of the people that I follow who are like, oh man, JK Rowling's in on this. I'm not touching that game.
1: Yeah, I saw a lot of those posts immediately after the reveal, where I was like, if you, if you are a supporter of LGBT, LGBTQ rights, then you know you don't buy this game. That's just hands down. And I saw a lot mm-hmm. of that. And I mean, yeah, I, I can see that point of view entirely. And um, and yeah, it's it's definitely a, an individual question for each person whether that's yeah. your line or not. And I mean, she is a, a billionaire off these characters. You buying her game now isn't going to really do much to her. But, uh, you know, at the same time, if you're making that stand, I absolutely support that. And I'm not really sure myself. I mean, like I said, my son is super into this stuff. We want (laughs) to try to wean him into better, better authors, better books. Because, I mean, there's a lot of books out there that uh, are wizarding and fantasy and all that that are done even far better, I would say, than uh, Harry Potter. And I've had to watch the movies again all recently. So I'm kind of I'm up to date on it. But, yeah, that's (laughs) definitely a concern for me. Uh, But again, you know, but that's, I'm not sure what choice we'll end up making on that one. Yeah. And I, the other
0: sort of side of that coin is for as much as one might not want to support uh, you know, uh, JK Rowling, consider the companies and the number of people who develop the title who probably hold absolutely opposite opinions to her. Like, insane i'm not going to support her you're also sort of equally saying i'm not going to support them and I, I again it's it's a choice and a decision you'll have to you know individually wrestle with i'm not going to go and tell anyone uh one way or the other and nor would i judge someone who chose either to buy it or not yeah absolutely The uh, other thing that we uh, we got to hear uh, about is uh, for those who are Call of Duty fans, the new uh, Call of Duty title uh, has an alpha weekend exclusively for those on the PlayStation. Uh, So this weekend, if you want to check out uh, Call of Duty um, Black Ops Cold War, I think is what this version is. And I get they add different you know versions, but it's Call of Duty. have at it, PlayStation 4 users. As long as you have your PlayStation Plus, go and uh, download it. As of tomorrow, and if you're listening to this podcast, probably today, and then over the course of the weekend, uh, a beta is going to be happening at some point. As far as I know, it's a closed beta, unlike this open alpha, if you happen to have a PlayStation. But I would imagine if they already have the exclusivity, you'll probably get a chance at the beta too. Trying um, What else did we uh, we see titles of? I know mean, it was Resident Evil, um, which I think... I'm just I I i I'm so into the Harry Potter and the there was, of um, Morales. We saw Final Fantasy as I had already said Final yep. Fantasy
1: 16. And we saw the Resident Evil uh, Village which mm-hmm. I thought was clever. I mean I haven't done a Resident Evil since the GameCube days, but uh but <laughs> yeah, the last
0: time I played it was in an arcade. There you go. Yeah.
1: Um yeah, um, and more, then more of Deathloop. So we had the prices, we had pre-orders opening up. So originally they said pre-orders were going to be starting tomorrow, but we've already got various places that have opened up their pre-orders. And in the pre-orders, I found that actually interesting because you can pre-order things like the PlayStation 5 camera and you Mm. can order things that they haven't even talked about yet. Well, so. and
0: in the, in the pricing to be like, so like a con- the controller, which, um, you know, you have pre-ordered and will be sitting on your couch uh, enjoying <laughs> with or without a PlayStation. Yes. Um, it's uh, it's 89.99 Canadian.
1: Right. So I got that and I got a, um, a PlayStation controller charger. Cause I always Yay. like every generation I'm like, you know. I should get one of those, and I never do. So I figured yeah. this time, just like straight out, I'll get the controller stand, controller charger, and that'll be all good. So right now, I I will be the lucky owner of one PlayStation 5 controller and one PlayStation 5 charger. However, the digital system, which is what I was personally going to go for, had already been gone on, on pre-order by the time I got the site. And that was only you know a minute and a half after Best Buy sent out the emails. So, so yeah, it's a it's going to be one of those things. Um, I'll sit on the couch and have my controller, and I'll dream about playing the system, and maybe I'll get that <laughs> that pre order. We'll see.
0: Yeah. The uh, other pricing for some of the accessories, uh, charging station, thirty nine ninety nine, as you had uh, already alluded to the. Pulse 3D wireless headset with 3D audio, $129.99. So this is going to be like a step up from like the PlayStation Gold headset. And like the probably the top line they have right now is the platinum headset. Uh, HD camera, which comes with dual 1080p lenses, uh, is $79.99. I don't know why you would want that unless you want to stream directly from your console. Uh, now, the thing is,
1: like, again, they haven't announced VR at all yet. So the camera links in with the VR normally if mm. they, so if you're looking at those options, then maybe. But at this point, I didn't feel any good reason to pre-order a camera. Did you pre-order the media remote for $39.99 I Canadian? I did not, no, because, yeah, just without, again, I'm going for the diskless system. So that takes out part of the media equation. And I'd have to really see what the UI is before I get another PlayStation remote cause I do have a PlayStation three remote and I do have a PlayStation four remote and I guess I, I don't really need a PlayStation five remote. I think the controllers probably work. Yeah. So have you pre-ordered a
0: PlayStation five? No, no, I haven't,
1: yeah. but See. you, I think you have.
0: Oh. I have so here I am waffling back and forth. In our, our last episode, uh, a listener had had uh, reached out to me and, and said, uh, "You know, come on over, we've got room for you." Because uh, uh, Trevor, he's uh, an avid uh, Xbox uh, uh, user. Poor guy. But Trev, so sorry, I pre-ordered a PlayStation Five. I am getting the the optical version. I hummed and hawed between the uh, digital uh, version and, uh, or the digital edition in the, in the PlayStation five optical. And during that period of time, any option to get a digital edition, if I truly wanted to pre-order today has gone. So I decided out oh, the heck I'll get the optical drive and, uh, and yeah, so I have that currently pre-ordered. I am also one to point out that I did spend a moment thinking, but the Xbox X is only $30 cheaper and really what am I going to miss out on? But you know, who am I joking? I've talked about this on pretty much every episode that we've talked about next gen consoles. I've always gone with PlayStation this time around, same thing. Now, whether or not it shows up when it's supposed to, who knows? As long as I get it before Christmas, I think I'll be happy.
1: Now, possibly by the nerdy granddad cast, Chris will have switched over to the Xbox, and we will see what happens at that point. And if we're still talking, I'm not sure. I'm just building a little bit of suspense for when we get there so our faithful listeners can, uh, can well, look I, forward I, to it. I don't know if I'll ever switch over to
0: Xbox. Like, Microsoft is seemingly taking its console experience into a PC, you know, equivalency. I think the console is going to be used as sort of like the the gateway to the world of You know, personal computing when it comes to Microsoft's uh, perspective of gaming experiences. And you got to consider the amount of power that you are going to get in either one of sort of the digital versions, the Xbox S or the PlayStation 5 Digital Edition, is likely superior to any computer you're going to get off a shelf. If you could go and, you know, pick your pieces and put it together, I'll completely agree. You could probably maybe get that price point or a little bit better. But, you know, who is this being marketed to? It's really, you know, maybe our generation's older kids.
1: Now, I remember having dreams of doing that when I was young, and I, would, I wanted to build my computer and have my gaming computer, which at this point would be like a 386 with like, you know, 30 megahertz or something. It wouldn't still stand up today. But yeah. now, like, even though I have that knowledge in my head and I could go and do that, as we talk about this podcast, we're both dads who has the time to do that. If I oh, can just okay. order something, it shows up and it works. And I plug it into my TV and it works. That's good for me. So yeah, my gaming PC, I did build, I, I, I
0: somehow decided I wanted to go about doing it. I did it. I streamed it on Twitch. I, which was th- thankful because or I am thankful of doing because people helped me figure things out. It's like, Oh, stick this into that. And I'm like, but there's 20 of that. <laughs> What I didn't realize is there's, yeah, 20 different versions of that, but the, that I needed was version number five. We love you people of the internet. Yes. Um, The other uh, component that uh, came up during the, uh, the broadcast is this, this concept that uh, you can now get um, a collection of uh, older titles Uh, by being a PlayStation Plus uh, consumer. So they call it PlayStation Plus Collection coming to a PlayStation 5. And it's essentially a number of playable titles that on the day of launch, you'll be able to download digitally and play on your PS5, simply by having a PlayStation Plus uh, account or service or subscription, however you want to consider it. The uh the games that uh, some of the games that were shown there was like Last of Us remastered, God of War, um Ratchet and Clank, Infamous Second Son, um I think Battlefield One. So you could probably tell if you've been paying attention to gaming these are not recent titles. Um, now, they do, but get, it's value,
1: yeah, and they do get upscaled for the PS5. So would Last of Us remastered be Last of Us remastered remastered? Because you know. Hmm. I just went through Last of Us Remastered not that long ago. I have no intention of doing it again. But at the same time, you know, there's been a lot of talk about this. And a lot of people are saying, well, you know, you backwards compatibility and all this is a big issue. And for me, I'm always like, why? You know, I didn't expect my Super Nintendo to be able to play Nintendo games. I didn't Whoa. expect. So, like, the whole backwards compatibility thing, Damn. I don't really, it's not a big deal to me. But a lot of people talk about this. So, is this sort of a way to get that backwards compatibility because, yeah, if you've got PlayStation 4 games at work, um, maybe PlayStation 3 games. Again, I don't know that you'd want to because I recently have been playing with my PlayStation 3. And I played, like, Dragon Age 2, for instance. I figured I would mm-hmm. play that again before the Dragon Age comes out in 2026 or whatever it is. But, you know, the graphics are actually kind of painful on the eyes to look at. And I didn't notice that. But if you up- upgrade those now, do you really want those on your current gen system?
0: Yeah, you know, maybe. I mean, if you enjoy the title, you enjoy the game, I... Sure. But like, I, I, I agree with you when it comes to backwards compatibility, really the only compatibility I want is to have something to do with launch. Like I remember back to when the PlayStation four launched, uh, and, and I, and I had it in my home, uh, the number of titles that were available sort of at launch were, were relatively limited. Uh, the one that I was playing at the time was a battlefield uh, where I needed to stick the uh, the PS3 disc into the PS4, but it was still a digital download. It just gave me something to do. Yeah. I think I also played a little bit of Warframe way back
1: then. Um, so this will do that. I mean, I looked at when they came up, I was like, oh, Infamous. I'd I play that again. I never really played enough of that game. That was, mm-hmm. was a cool game. I, but, you know, again, it's sort of, do we have enough time to go back and play all these games? Oh, and, Probably not. But do they ex- and do they expand it? I mean, that's sort of my key thing. Was you know, I wanted to see the last couple of games. I I didn't want to see Last of Us remastered. I want to see Last of Us two. I want to see you know, yeah. the fact that these could be played on the PlayStation Five, and they haven't done that yet. No, and you know, we
0: get consider your PlayStation Plus gets you essentially two you know free games each month. Oh, the the titles that you receive are generally speaking older, so similar to what we're sort of seeing showing up in this PlayStation Plus collection, part of me is now wondering if we're going to see a transition where two free games are added to this collection every month or something like that. I also feel that this is Sony trying to compete with what Microsoft is doing with their Game Pass Ultimate.
1: Absolutely. Now, the
0: the pricing for Game Pass Ultimate um, through Microsoft is more than what you would be paying for your PlayStation Plus subscription. But You know, Game Pass Ultimate gets you a library of older titles. It gets you every Microsoft Studios title at launch, um, you know, that you simply digitally download. Um, There's a lot of other sort of uh, bonuses as well. So I think we're sort of seeing Sony maybe dip their feet in the water, but also equally not really wanting to undercut their there means to make more money and and yeah. sort of where I'm going with this is the price of AAA titles is is likely for us in Canada uh, going from what it's currently at 79.99 to as much as uh, 89.99 or even maybe higher depending on the 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 title 90 bucks for a game seems kind of steep i'm not knocking the true cost of development but i remember the days when i used to
1: pre-order titles i wanted for 50 bucks yeah, but on the same token as that, I mean, I, I did certainly look at that and looked over the games, and I was happy to see that uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales is only $64.99 in Canada. You can buy it for $90 with a remastered version of the original game, I guess, is in there too. Um, so yeah, it, the prices seem to go, it looks like the only thing that's honestly at 90 right now is NBA. The next NBA game is at $89.99 on the Best Buy website. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything's sort of 79 to 89. And then of course, if you want your special editions and your trophies and whatever else you want with it, then that's a whole different ball game. But I've always, I always, I think back and I mean, I think like we talked about the, uh, the games, the, the sh- game, the game show on Netflix the other day, we talked about that and how uh, street fighter was high part score. of it. High score. Yeah. That's right. So high score. And that brought me back to street fighter two, which I remember, going and buying for $96 for the cartridge version when it first came out really? on the Super Nintendo. So, you know, and that's in $1942, I think it was. It was a long time ago. So that's like, you know, $500 today at least. So there's always been expensive things out there.
0: Yeah, I just, I don't recall those those titles being that expensive back then
1: cartridge yeah, I mean, I mean, it, came out, it was, it was in the $90. It was a high, really? it was expensive cartridge ever released at that point.
0: Okay. Cause I want to say like when I was buying them, I want to say it was sort of between 50 and $60. Now I didn't buy too many. Often I would, you know, head down to the local video store and rent them for a weekend or what have you. Cause why buy when you can rent? Uh, you don't do that at all anymore. Cause no, I don't know. Is there are, actually? Do you know of any video stores down where you are? Because there are sure none by me.
1: Um, no, not really. I mean, there there are some. There's a couple sort of legacy video stores still in business, but they don't. They generally go yeah. for more for the more uh, occult and more. Um, yeah, yeah, know. the. Yeah, and yeah, they, they. I don't think they order. Vi- I don't think they uh, rent video yeah. games anymore.
0: I watched a news segment that actually said last year record sales. We're talking about uh, you know vinyl here, outsold CDs. So maybe there is the possibility that games will show up in your, your video store. Granted, it won't be a disc version. You'll be buying your retro Super Nintendo Street Fighter 2 for $90 because the retro pricing gets uh, put into effect. Oh, yes. back on topic. Uh, the other thing I didn't mention, Xbox is going to be technically available to be in your hands on November 10th and for the PlayStation in your hands, November 12th. If you happen to be getting it in your hands on one of those two days, congratulations. I'm going to presume you probably lined up to grab it from a, a retailer, which if you did, I hope you practiced social distancing and wore yourself a mask. Yeah, I'm going to get mine when it arrives at the door being delivered by whomever delivers. And you'll get yours when you get yours. I do want to see those TikTok videos of you holding the (laughs) controller in your hand, you know, and then charging it.
1: Yeah, well, my son and I have been practicing making stop motion videos this week. So uh, he's been learning about that. So we might do stop motion videos of the two of us sitting there watching the controller yearning for, you know, games. Yeah.
0: But as we look to sort of, you know, wrap up this special bonus episode of the Nerdy Dad cast, uh, any any other thoughts uh, that you wanted to to pass along about the, what we learned about the PS5 today?
1: Quite honestly, I don't have time for thoughts right now because I'm too busy looking for different websites to pre-order from and finding they're all blocked. No no mm. no supply. So I'm going to be sitting here hitting refresh for the next uh, 8 to yeah. 22 days, however long it takes. And, F5, uh,
0: F5, you... F5, F5. Yeah, I'll let you know how it goes. Cool, cool, cool. Well, I mean, subsequent episodes, you'll, we'll have to do a, uh, a quick check in. I'll, I'll create a, a drop for it. And, <laughs> you know, has John received his PlayStation order pre-order yet? And the answer is yes or no. And then we move on to the next segment or something.
1: There will be a website. Has John got his pre <laughs> Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> uh, we're curious though, if you have uh, finally knowing what to, is out there chosen to go either with the Xbox or the PlayStation uh, or maybe there are a few of you that are just going to get both for the sake of getting both. Uh, let us know. Uh, you can uh, shoot us a note on Twitter. We're at Nerdy Dadcast. You can uh, reach out to us at uh, NerdyDadcast.com. or on Facebook as well, uh, Nerdy Dadcast. Nerdy Dadcast is pretty much everywhere. And, uh, you know, please find us. Tell us what you think. Also, if there are any games that you know you're going to pick up, uh, we'd like to hear that too. I know for me, you know, the, the Harry Potter uh, title is one that I'm I'm interested in and the sort of parallel that I would draw to the Xbox version, at least how I'm sort of interpreting what was said, is the new Fable title that will be coming out on an Xbox. Um, so, you know, that's the type of, of game I, I enjoy. You know, Miles Morales is one I'm going to probably pick up. Um... But again, I, I I haven't pre-ordered any of them quite yet.
1: You'll get them digitally. Yeah.
0: So, that's a that's a pretty cool episode and one that probably surprised our our, you know, thousands and thousands of listeners that are more accustomed to us showing up in their uh, podcast uh, application, you know, once every uh, 30 days or so.
1: If you have an idea for a future quick cast let's uh, just throw it out to us on twitter and we'll see if we can talk about something briefly for you know 15 20 minutes just to, so you get your dose of us for the day because we know we know you miss us yeah daily dose of the nerdy dads but on behalf of myself chris
0: and john sign this episode off with those words we say to you each and every time stay nerdy my friends